Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. That's Arthi. That's Noor. And you're listening to The Reality Is. When I lived in New York, Mm -hmm. I would have my mom come because I had like signed up for something at the Saks Fifth Avenue Laura Mercier makeup counter. Yeah. And they would, would they have these like little special events where you what they do is they have you come to the counter, they uh-huh. apply makeup on your face, yeah. they convince you to buy all this stuff. Mm. And then they also give you a fuck ton of samples, right? Mm. So I used to, <laughs> I know whenever they would call for that, I used to go with my mom. Uh-huh. And we get all this makeup, right? <laughs> And then we would go, I'd go to the Saks in New Jersey and I would return all the makeup that I bought, but I'd keep all the samples. Well, at least you did not return the makeup that you used. No, no, no. So they use counter makeup, yeah. right? You're right, right. right. No, I understood. I was like, wait, no, I'm not did a she monster. just say? <laughs> I was like, okay. Anyway. My cheapness uh, knows no bounds, but yeah. you know. No, we've all been there. I'm trying to remember one of mine, but I don't quite remember because I'm like 100 years old. But <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to say you're not 100 years short. old. I'm going to say you're even less than half of 100 years old. <laughs> <laughs> but I am struggling with my eyebrows. Well, I think also sometimes watching Bravo. You start yeah. to get like really influenced by how fabulous these women look all the time. Yeah. I think I that's was... why like kids that watch, I say kids, like mm-hmm. as in people who are like 25, that's yeah. like 10 years younger than me. Mm-hmm. They watch a lot of YouTube and I think mm-hmm. YouTubers wear a lot of makeup. They all look yeah. like Shishu. They all look like Sheena. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I can understand why you get influenced by it. But then every time I think about like going to get in extensions or something, mm-hmm. I think about Jackie from New Jersey's hair extensions and her real hair curling up on top of her hair mm. extensions because it was yeah. a bad job. Or I think about Gretchen no. Rossi's face. And then no. I'm like, you know what? No. I'm fine. Yeah. We're perfectly fine the way we are. Yeah. Slap some red lipstick on this big brown face. Just, yeah. I, have to to just, I just have to distract from my eyebrows and focus on my boobs. Um, lips. <laughs> boobs. Yeah. Boobs too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> boobs is a good good thing. Yes. They should come into, you know, there's some, there should be some use to these big over the shoulder boulders. <laughs> well, we're talking about family karma today, but uh, did you watch Beverly Hills yesterday? I did. So I don't want to talk about what actually happened on the episode because we'll talk about that on a Saturday episode, but uh-huh. I noticed everybody has fake hair in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Yeah. And in the New York one, did you see them putting, um, clipping in fake hair for Leah? Yeah. She was talking to Ebony. So it's all, they all have fake hair. Yeah. Not one of them has real hair. It makes me feel better. Yeah. Yeah. We're fine the way we are. I mean, we would t- 
true. If you were vain enough, had money to blow, we would also have fabulous everything, actually. Yeah. (laughs) I would get, I would, well, I want to get a Brazilian butt lift, but now Mandy has scared me out of getting them because, you know, they're like unbelievably dangerous. Yeah. One in 3,000 die or something, right? Yeah. That's too close for me. I'll Plastic, be that one. I don't know, man. Even lipo scares me since Kanye's mom. Yeah, that's true. But I think Kanye's mom was getting lipo and a BBL. Oh, was she? Uh, I don't know. I just made that up. You just made that up. <laughs> now I'm going to have to look it up. Kanye's mom was just a breast lift and a tummy tuck. That's scary. Yeah. That's what I want to get done. A yeah. breast lift and a pump- tummy tuck. That's exactly what I want to get done. Yeah. That's and you're telling scary. me I could die? Well, she was 58, though. So then I should do it like now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe she had other comorbidities, but I don't know. I was fine with lipo until Kanye's mom died. And then I was like, oh, shit. It's that easy to die with liposuction? Then I don't want to do it. I have a really morbid question, okay. which is just like terrible. Like, why am I like this? Why I have. I this so way? last episode, I was like super morbid, right? Yeah. So this episode, you get to do that. Okay. My morbid question is, here's the thing. If... If I die during lipo, okay, mm-hmm. am I going to look hot in the coffin? It depends on whether they finish lipoing you or not. <laughs> if they, they if you are like, if, you, if they, if they put you down and they just made a hole and then <laughs> before they could suck all the fat off, you die, you would still look fat. Oh, that fucking sucks. <laughs> right. Okay. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> they need to put into the paperwork. Like, if you die on the table in the midst of your liposuction, we uh-huh. will make sure to still finish the job so that you Not will- only will they do a liposuction, they'll do a BBL, they'll fix yeah. your nose, they'll fix everything. I mean, there's no... You're almost gone anyway, so make you, you unrecognizable. You like a cadaver in med school. I don't care. You want to look like Khloe Kardashian, unrecognizable when you're in the coffin. Yes. Exactly. Do, most, do Muslims do viewing at all? They don't, right? We don't do viewing, but the close will. So the Muslim Muslims because fa- I just want to know if I can see. Okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, is it going to be a viewing, and is it going to be a nude interlude viewing? Yes. <laughs> is there going to be a nude interlude, and can I come and see Happy and Nest? That's all I need to I know. Have to find- pretty sure that it's out of sharia law for me to have just like pasties and like a leaf on my cooter biscuit at my viewing <laughs> wedding somebody just put a fatwa on you for yeah. sharia law <laughs> and pasties in the same sentence <laughs> oh my gosh oh boy. Well, here we are uh, okay, so so before we get into this, um, speaking of Mandy, I wanted to talk about an organization that mm-hmm. Mandy Slutsker from Is This Real Life podcast mm-hmm. brought up on her Instagram, and I think it's such a cool organization. It's called Cleaning Up for Cancer. We put the information for it in the description of this, but it's called cleaningupforcancer.org, and it was created by one of Mandy's family friends, and what they do is they provide free home cleanings to residents in the St. Paul, Minneapolis area for anybody who's undergoing cancer treatment. And that's pretty cool. 
That's amazing because Arthea and I as people that have experienced cancer in some capacity very closely, we know that that stuff makes a huge difference. It does. Caregivers really suffer, right? Um, Yeah. And every little bit helps. Every little bit helps. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So we're going to post the information in the description of this episode. So definitely go check that out. And also listen to Is This Real Life with Mandy Slusker. So it's Mm -hmm. a great podcast. So- we're talking about family karma today. We open up the episode with the Kupai celebrating Nicholas and Amrit's engagement. Yeah, so they got engaged on the yacht at 7.30 in the morning. Can you fucking imagine? And they got completely drunk. Yes. They all got completely drunk. Amrit. And I don't know where uh, Vishal found a wheelbarrow. And he yeah. kept insisting that Richa sit in it. Richa yeah. was drunk too. Yep. Eventually, he sat in it and he tried to get Bali to push it. And they were all just waiting for an Uber and they're just goofing around, waiting for the Uber to take them to the hotel. Meanwhile, Amrit and Nicholas were already at the restaurant. They got yeah. there like a whole 20, 30 minutes ahead of these three fools. I'm going to say even more than that, because what I want to know is, where did this wheelbarrow come from? And did you put that in your Uber? Yeah, that was kind of... It was a lot of questions. I was like, but you know, when they showed it in the trailer, they made it look like it was Vishal being drunk and um, that Richard was unhappy about it. And, you know, it wasn't like that. All three of them were super drunk. Yeah, these people have, I know that the trailer tried to really make it look like there's a lot more drama, but I think Bravo needs to also understand that this isn't a show that necessarily needs drama. These are just interesting people with interesting stories. Right. They are actually nicer with just the comedy. Right? Yes. It's it's so funny how the elders and then their kids interact with each other. It's yeah. just it's just so nice to just watch that. You don't need any artificial drama. Yeah, you don't. I love the parents. Obviously, we talk about mm. Livina Auntie and Suresh Uncle, Amrit's parents, every single episode. But it was so cute. Livina Auntie just wants to plan the wedding. Yeah. And Suresh Uncle goes, we need to, we better get a BOGO deal for the <laughs> men, the groom's clothing. Like, and I love that because ultimately, there's nothing they see people love more than a discount. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Buy one, get one off. 50% yeah. off, 10% off. It doesn't Free. matter how. Free. <laughs> Yeah, I also love that Amrit's parents got them the engagement ring. So that's like ve- that's oh, very symbolic. That is very symbolic, that's and how that's we do what it. we do. That's mm-hmm. how we do it. It's usually in a heterosexual. Is it only the groom's uh, family in yours? In ours, it's like the groom's family gets a ring for the bride, and the bride's family gets one for the groom for the engagement. For the engagement, we don't do a ring for the groom, but we do some sort of gold. So my mom literally got my husband a gold coin. Like yeah. he's a pirate. Yeah. But oh, it's a full gold coin. Yeah. So yeah. we do. We do that either a, a, we did, I think, a chain for Kirti. Because Muslim men aren't supposed to wear gold. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Gold they is only wear- for ladies. Oh, nice. Because we're only worthy of gold. Oh. Men are not. I didn't so much. know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. They do wear silver. They were silver. And also they were platinum, which technically yeah. speaking, platinum is it's, more expensive yeah, than yeah, gold. But, yeah. you know. yeah. but so that's why my mom gave him a gold coin instead of like a ring or anything. Also, oh. I don't think he wanted a ring. Also, he has a wedding ring that he doesn't wear. Yeah. So who cares? Yeah. Neither does my husband. It's yeah. not part of our culture either to wear. Yeah. Mine doesn't because he lost one. 
and had to get a second one. So now Mine he just never wears because it. Because he keeps losing weight because he's that annoying that he can lose weight. He's it's easy for him. Just divorce him already. What his, the hell? Yeah. His <laughs> ring is too his ring is now too loose for him. So so he doesn't wear it. That's bullshit. So we see that Monica and Raj go to lunch and you know, Monica is like a real cartoon. This is a lunch they go to to talk about how she wants to go on a dinner with her parents. And I have to say that as much as Monica is super annoying, watching first her dad sort of have to talk about his marriage Mm -hmm. and her having these conversations with her dad and just looking at his face and how uncomfortable it is, it's very likely that she's never spoken to her parents about their divorce. And that's why she keeps yeah. carrying the burden of their divorce so much because yeah. they keep panning to Raja's face and he is straight cringing. Yeah. They don't want to talk about it at all. He doesn't want to talk about it. Her mother doesn't want to talk about it. Clearly, they've had uh, many, many issues over the years. But also, I think they have neither of them has actually sat her down yes. and talked to her about it. To tell her that this is what it is and we need to move on. And neither of them has moved on. That is the other thing. Raj hasn't moved on. He's not dating. He feels ostracized. He feels like, how do you like this was when when she came on three years ago and she said, my dad got divorced and he feels ostracized from the community. I was thinking that he got divorced like a year ago. Yeah. I didn't know he had gotten divorced 12 years ago. Yeah. I mean, in 12 years, you haven't made up and you haven't connected with anybody else. And same with her mother. What is going on? I don't understand. They just, I feel like they got technically divorced, but they essentially are just separated and they consider themselves still married and they're not dating and they're just living separate lives and and that's what is confusing her because they are not moving forward so she keeps thinking that they're going to get together i don't think that that's the case for anita anita gives me the feeling that anita's moved on with her life but raj hasn't because anita also makes a lot of snide remarks yeah she makes a lot of jokes and stuff and raj is so uncomfortable he doesn't even want to talk to his own daughter about any Mm -hmm. of it it's just really awkward because you can just you can tell that this is why monica is so obsessed with her parents being in the same room together and also obsessed with the idea of eventually having her own family and this sort of like literally bollywood life that she imagines to have is because not only are her parents divorced but i doubt that her parents have ever even talked to her about what happened in the divorce you know yeah Yeah, I don't think she knows the full picture and they've always hidden it from her and she's and she's also under this impression, like you said, the Bollywood betting thing where she's like, I want you guys to be there together to give me away in my wedding and I need you to be sitting at the same table and Mm -hmm. I need you to put up this uh, appearance of a family in front of others. She's so worried about how... It's yes. going to look in the wedding if they're not together yes. for her wedding because she's like, but you know, when we get married, one family is marrying the other, but we don't have a family. That's what she keeps harping on. And it is so childish. She's so immature yeah. to be thinking that way. And I don't know how, I don't know. She find, I find her annoying. I, yeah. I feel like at her age, she should be much more grown up. But I feel like she's not grown up. She's stuck in that high school phase um, yeah. because her parents, they haven't exposed her to real life. She's still the baby. Yeah. Also, Raj is drinking cream soda. Do you know that the official Pakistani soda is cream soda? Oh, I didn't know that. Have you ever heard of Bacola? No. 
Pakola? Yeah, P-A-K-O-L-A. No. It's disgusting. Is it like we have something called a uh, goli soda and it's usually the, it's like a bottle with a, a, a bulge in the neck and there's like a little goli in there. Have you seen that? No. It's like a goli and it usually has, it's called paneer soda or goli soda and it's like it has, it is also disgusting and it is very, um, it has a very specific strong taste. So I'm wondering if it's the same. No, I looked it up. It goli yeah. soda and cream soda are not the same thing but bakola uh-huh. it's just like a super duper cream soda and it's green because the pakistani colors are green and white so Ugh. it's the official soda of pakistan and it tastes like diabetes <laughs> <laughs> is it does it have like cream in it oh i just looked it up next time you come to jersey or i visit you i'll bring you a can <sighs> no I can feel oh, the back a, of like my that's throat like yeah that's up like from the sugar. I I I feel like I knew I can taste it without even having ever tasted it. <laughs> if that makes any sense, yeah, it tastes like plastic sugar. <laughs> it tastes like um, I feel like it has a, a it tastes a little bit like liquid faluda. Yeah, except like a hundred times sweeter. I'm sweeter. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we go to the Benny household where Brian is mm-hmm. venting to Dharma about the situation with Dr. Monica. Mm-hmm. And Brian is just in his feelings. Oh, I just He's... got it. Pakistani cola. Pakola. Yeah. I just uh-huh. got it. <laughs> oh, my God. Why else would they call it Pakola? I was like, what is the meaning of For Pakola? For Pakistan. Yeah. <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so Brian is complaining to his mom about the situation with Dr. Monica and he's just in his feelings. He's like mm-hmm. really upset. He feels insecure. He's told Monica about the job situation. And since telling her every day, Monica's asking him, so what are you doing all day? What's what's the plan? What are you up to? Are you doing anything? And look, yeah. I get it because if I was a doctor or even I'm not a doctor, but if I was dating somebody who didn't have a job, I would be yeah. like, so are you going on in? interviews what's your deal yeah yeah and brian feels like all of this is happening because he's not a doctor and she's a doctor and he's no she would have said she would have done that even if she she was in it too yeah it's about getting a job it's about get a job get a job get a job get a job job. it's like yeah do you work (laughs) do you work that's like that's like Vicky Gunvalson thing. Get yeah. a job. Get it's a like job. all she all she is worried about is how's your mood? What's going on? Are you looking for a job? Because it gets harder. If the longer you wait, yes. it gets harder and harder. And ultimately, I think that Monica loves Brian and wants to be with Brian. But she also right. knows that in our community, if you are trying to marry a guy and he doesn't have he don't got no job, yeah. your parents are gonna look at you like you're a fucking imbecile. They're gonna be yes. like, Really? You had to find a spouse and this is what you found? Like they're going to think that you're done. All the hours and hours and hours of work we put in to get you a good education and a good job. And yeah, and you're going to settle for somebody without a job. Yeah. So that's what they are thinking. Yeah. But it's also sort of things happen like this. Right. Yes. But the other thing is, even in our Desi community, once you get married, 
Yeah. Then there's no one's going to judge you on anything. It's only before no. the wedding. Once it's once you're married, then they are going to everybody's going to roll up their sleeves and try and help you and try yeah. and get you a job and talk to that long lost cousin, second cousin to see if there's a job available yeah. somewhere. Yeah. They're going to go overboard and you're going to be like, "Shut up. I know what I'm doing." Yeah. But before the wedding, they're like, "You can do better." Yeah. The whole time Brian is complaining. My favorite thing is that Dharma is just there listening she's making anda prata mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. telling her kid she's not telling she's yelling at her kid to love himself and to be secure mm-hmm. and fuck all the yeah. pressure and yeah. also in the midst of all this she's killing a fly yeah she that so scene was so cute her. she's so cute i love her i feel like if you think you are chitra you want to be chitra i want to be dharma I want to be there. She's so laid back. She's so confident. She instills confidence in her kids. She's actually pained by Brian's insecurities. And he's. she's like, why are you so insecure? There's nothing to be insecure about. But she's trying to instill confidence in him. But yes, he doesn't have insecurity as much as he has a ego a hurt ego that's what he's going through it's not really insecurity it's like his ego is hurt that he could lose a job i think so too yeah and i think also it doesn't help that this guy has been sort of treated like a beautiful dummy his whole life yes right like even his friends even his friends when they meet monica Mm -hmm. shaw they're like whoa party guy brian now got settled down like oh my god whatever and like even when he liked the other monica she was like, oh, you're not the type to settle down. Like, I can't take right. you seriously because you don't take yourself seriously. So I think it's hard. It's hard to always be told that you're not the one to be taken seriously. And then you're mm-hmm. in a relationship with a, with a person mm-hmm. and then something happens that says, oh, well, now it's true that you can't be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. So I feel bad. But Dharma is just the best. She's such a good yeah, mom. She's, and she's, she's just so cute. She's a great mom. She's so cute. I love everything about her, including the <laughs> killing of the flies. The way she came back at the very end, very end and she's like, shh, I'm going to catch it. <laughs> she was like, so cute about it. <laughs> so cute. We don't use fly swatters, they see. No, no. No. At most, no. we will use like a dish rag. Yeah. Or a yeah, newspaper, we'll do, maybe. I will use a dish rag to chase the fly out because I don't, I, don't, I won't kill it. But yeah, I will too. try and, yeah, I'll try to chase it out of the house. Yeah. Open all the windows, try to chase it out. But ultimately, I get that one fly out and then like four others come in. (laughs) Yeah. Then we go to Lopez Condo and we learn so much more about Lopa. This is what I've been waiting for. And it's so, it confirmed everything we talked about. Yes. Listen to your desi aunties. We We knew this about Lopa. Lopa's had a very hard life and Lopa is holding on to Richa because. Not only because Richa is her last family member, but also because she doesn't want her own daughter to go through the pain that she's been through. Right. So, so Lopa divorced her husband and her first daughter basically just moved on and cut her off. Was Lopa- that related to each other? So now I'm thinking that maybe it was that she got married. Uh, maybe does the divorce that her daughter did not agree with? I mean, how do you go from being the closest to your mother and then not even responding to her or co- having any contact with her for 10 years? Well, I that think... That was so painful. So Lopa says... So she must have 
have con uh, some contact with her dad. That's what I'm thinking. Well, so th- so what we learned about Lopa is that when she was really young, her mother passed away. She had a stepmother who raised her, and it wasn't very warm. And then it broke my heart because she says, I guess I just have some bad luck. I thought I would get married and life would be easier, but I guess Mm -hmm. I just have bad luck that that didn't work out. And then, you know, my daughter, who I was really close to, left and all I have is Richa. What they said is Mm -hmm. the daughter got married and slowly she just made her entire life about the guy and stopped talking to them. It wasn't like one day she just stopped talking to her mother. It was like over time, suddenly she cut it off. And now for the last 10 years, she's just their estranged sister slash daughter. So I think what Lopa is afraid of when she sees Reshma's family getting so warm and so loving to Richa, but not giving that same warmth back to Lopa, what she feels is, okay, this daughter, it's going to happen again. Where she's going to go into this family, this guy's family is going to worship her and treat her so well and all this stuff. And slowly Richa will stop talking to me. And it kind of broke my heart for Lopa, but Lopa does this thing. When Lopa is talking about her feelings outside with Richa, she closes mm-hmm. her eyes to make a point. Mm-hmm. And she very much is giving me Ramona Singer vibes. <laughs> the way she, she talks. Is- yeah. <laughs> she closes her eyes and sort of moves around in a way that's yeah. a very Ramona Singer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is the kind where, you know, I thought she was the way she was doing it was she's like making sure she doesn't cry on camera. Yes, of she course. Yes. Want to tear Ra- up. Ramona's but, fake. Yeah. Lopa actually has real feelings. <laughs> yeah. But also for me, it was a little incongruous because it's, it, it, it's our culture mm-hmm. for a daughter to not have any relationship with the mother mm-hmm. is super unusual, whether yes. whatever the reason may be. Yes. And for a mother to not check on her daughter who, who whatever reason may have become distant, how do you know your daughter is okay? You would yes. always check regardless of how your daughter treats you. You would always keep in touch with her and know what's going on just to keep an eye on her. Yes. You would not abandon your daughter. That doesn't happen. We don't cut people off. We never cut people off. That's part of our issue. But Unfortunately, um, for yes. me, yeah, for me, it was kind of incongruous in that sense. It felt like something happened where her daughter picked her dad's side so Lopa knows she's okay and it's not like for me it was like she got married and her husband and she got so married that she lost touch with me it almost feels like her husband is controlling her and that felt kind of off I think if it was the dad they would have said it I don't think they would have had any problems saying yeah that my sister picked my dad over my mom. Yeah. But so I don't, that's why I don't think that it's the dad. I I don't think that's possible. But I think what could have happened is that Lopa may have maybe made one too many snide remarks or Mm. made one too many, you know, little snarky jokes and the daughter's husband didn't like it or the daughter's in-laws didn't like it. And slowly over time, the daughter stopped talking to her mom because her mom was pissing her off or offended her in-laws. I think that's possible. And unfortunately, in our culture, there is a lot of emphasis on making sure your in-laws are always happy. And Mm -hmm. culturally speaking, like not really us, the conditioning does roll deep, but- A lot of us are raised with this thing of like, whatever happens at home in your married life, whether it's with your in-laws or your husband, you don't share that with your mother. You don't share that with your own family because now your new family is your husband and his parents and not so much your family. So 
obviously Richa and her sister, it seems like they're raised here, but it just it broke my heart for her because like you said, I think more than Lopa being upset that her daughter never checks in on her, I think it mm-hmm. probably hurts her heart that her daughter isn't being checked up on. Mm-hmm. And that as a Desi mother is like a huge, huge hole in her heart because yeah. there's nothing more important to a Desi mom than being in their child's business. So yes. <laughs> The fact that yeah. Lofa can't even do that with her daughter is really sad. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what I would do if I couldn't be, you know, all up in Maya's business and making sure. Even now, I'm like always asking, who are you talking to? What are you talking about? What What is your friend saying? What is happening? She's like, it's my friend. I'm talking. Why do you need to know? I'm like, I need to know. So I yeah. know what's happening with you. I just need to know. Anisha, we get a real short period of time we didn't really talk about this earlier in the last oh no hey we didn't talk about family karma last week we didn't we didn't have a family karma episode last week oh it just occurred to me in the middle of this recap (laughs) i didn't even we're never gonna chart again yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i realized that we didn't recap last week Mm -hmm. but what happened last week was that amrit and (laughs) nicholas got engaged this is going to be the worst episode. If somebody's joining us this episode, it's going to be so loopy. You and yeah, I are both out of Yeah, somebody posted on, somebody said on Twitter, I, I think it's Housewives of the Broke Hill. I'm sorry for getting your Twitter handle wrong. But they tweeted, oh, you have to absolutely listen to the Family Karma recaps of the reality. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. But it's Whoopsies. Okay. <laughs> But last week, we found out that Amit and Vishal went into the underwear business together. (laughs) And then this week, they go to Anisha's to like look at fabrics. And the funniest part of this is they're talking about like, they're like, oh, you know, Anisha might know a lot about textiles. We want to lean on her family for that. They've been in the business for a long time. So she knows a lot of that stuff. But then Vishal says, but I don't think she really knows like what's comfortable for like a guy's lali. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> explain to our audience <laughs> I don't know why that is I don't know why it's so funny to me so <laughs> so the thing with our people is we give nicknames we give nicknames to genitalia first of all we never talk about female genitalia no, no unless we're no. cursing yeah female genitalia is only used in Hindi or Hindi dialects or Indian yeah, dialects yeah. other yeah. languages in India in insults yeah but male parts why am i saying that penises uh, have been given a million nicknames because a million. and a it million. all comes and you from the nickname you can tell which part of india they are from <laughs> which true. part of india what what class what subclass whatever yeah. you can like, figure out everything about their family like lily <laughs> is for sure a north indian thing north indian punjabi yeah you know, northwest indian yeah yeah <laughs> In my house, in case anyone's wondering, I have two boys, and they call it no no. <laughs> my brother's son calls it Pali. <laughs> I grew up with two brothers, and we called it Nunu. <laughs> it's hilarious to me that Vishal is a thirty-five-year-old man 
<laughs> like so like into like being cool and like he's throwing off his abs <laughs> and he's coming out in his underwear i mean he's making an underwear line but even in this situation he's like he cannot come he cannot bring himself to say penis no <laughs> What do you think? Do you think their underwear business is going to take off? Is it going mean, is it going to hang well? <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, Modell underwear is so comfortable. <sighs> Bamboo even better. Oh, amazing. If bamboo they, if, is my right now I'm I'm like obsessed with bamboo. Okay. Everything. It's so soft. Oh. I want them to eventually branch into women's underoos after the male underoos do well. Yeah. I'd love that. Yeah. Then we go to auntie's night at Dharma's house. Mm-hmm. And Lopa auntie, Chitra auntie are coming over to Dharma's. Yeah. And it's very awkward because Lopa has some beef with Chitra because of Chitra's involvement last season with Reshma. Yeah. Which actually wasn't any involvement. It wasn't a lot. She just mentioned that Lopa talked to her and that's about it. But no, she didn't even mention that Lopa no, talked she did. to her. She, she did. She went to that luncheon with Reshma, just her. Only because Reshma was mad at her. So what happened yes, was at that party, true. Lopa, this is season one. Lopa uh-huh. was talking shit about Vishal and Reshma yeah. at yeah. some party to yeah. the Benny family and to Jitra. Yeah, Reshma just saw that. Was that. The first time, that was the first time Brian's dad was, uh, was shit scared of Lopa. <laughs> yeah, and it has continued to be shit scared Conti- of Lopa. He's been scared of Lopa's ever since. <laughs> and then Reshma didn't even, there was no conversation. There was nothing mm-hmm. with Jitra and Reshma, but Reshma mm-hmm. just straight up stopped talking to Mm -hmm. Jitra and Vishal stopped picking up Anisha's phone calls Mm -hmm. even though they had never done they had they didn't say anything Lopa simply talked to them and Reshma and Vishal shut down so this whole idea that they keep showing where Reshma's like everything is fine what do you mean everything is fine I'm fine Mm -hmm. man everything is fine we're like Nothing is fine. Nothing is fine. You are mad. You are so pissed off and you will not admit it, which is why I think she's the worst. Why won't she just... What is she accomplishing? She's making everything worse by that. Yeah. Reshma is the worst. Like, it was so funny, though, because Lopa keeps saying, you started, you were a troublemaker and you started all this. (laughs) And Chitra just keeps saying over and over again, I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. I never said anything. (laughs) And the whole time, Dharma goes, I'm just trying to eat my samosas. <laughs> but also, like, also like uh, that tactic works with Lopa. Lopa eventually stops talking about it. And she's like, she's having a good time. She's yeah. laughing. Yeah. She gets along with Chitra after that. It's, you know, that's all she needs. Lopa just needs to be heard. And that's about it. She doesn't even need anything done about it. No. But Reshma won't even make eye contact with her. Yeah, and Reshma the fact doesn't... That, the fact that and what Lopa is saying is true. If Reshma doesn't even call her to wish her for Diwali... Yeah. And she knows Lopa is mad, and she doesn't want to do anything of that sort. Now, Reshma is probably thinking, why isn't Lopa calling me? I'm... Well... I think Reshma is of the kind where I'm the groom's mother, I am higher in the hierarchy, ugh, and you're the bride's mother, so you that. should be calling me. Uh, yep. don't, you, don't you feel that? 
Yes. And I think it comes down to sort of a differences maybe between Sindhis and Punjabis because uh-huh. Lopa is Punjabi, Richa's yeah. Punjabi, and Vishal is Sindhi. And it yeah. could have been, it could be a thing where in Punjabi culture, even though everybody's Indian, the cultures are ever so different. Yeah. There could just be something different with how engagements are managed, how your parents in law mm-hmm. function with each other. Mm-hmm. So it could be that in Punjabi culture, it's actually the bride who doesn't who shouldn't be calling and the groom's family should be calling. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be something like yeah. that. But also I think Reshma thinks her shit doesn't stink and Reshma is fake. And yeah. Reshma is the problem here. Yeah. But I, if I, I had to I, pick I, between Team Lopa and Team Chitra, I would still pick Team Samosa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm not going to take sides between two wonderful people. Yeah, and I'm not going to refuse a Samosa if it's handed yeah. to me. Yeah. I mean, the three women in that room, the only the two other people add Kalpana and add Lavina, and we have the perfect auntie group. Yeah, I don't, don't even. Reshma, Reshma is the only one that I don't like so much. No, have you seen? You know who's also is uh, amazing is Bali's mom. Bali's mom, yeah, she's much she's older. another Reshma. Yeah, Bali's birthday is the same day as yours, I think, or the day before, or something or something like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and she also, I think you guys are like, I think she might be a day older than you. Oh, and look at that. She looks so hot. She looks well, listen, like her mom. She looks ten years younger than me. Okay, but listen, mm-hmm. her mom was on the yacht. So she had like a yacht party. This was on Instagram. She had a yacht party, and mm-hmm. everybody was like wearing bathing suits and stuff. And dude, Bali's mm-hmm. mom came out in like a two-piece bikini. It was a tankini, she- but like a tube top one. Yeah, she looks fucking amazing. And really? this woman is in her sixties. Mm. Like Ramona Singer, who? And yeah. and you know, Reshma Auntie didn't get any work done. Yeah. So she just looks that way. Yeah. So then we go to this dinner, this super awkward dinner with Rishi and Monica with Monica's parents, Rajan and Nita. Mm-hmm. And this is where I wrote, Monica is so awkward and Monica clearly hates her mother. Because it doesn't matter what her mom says, even when her mom is making jokes, Monica's reaction yeah. to her mom is always, what, mom? No, mom, what? don't say that. Don't say that. Yeah. She's so up. She keeps thinking that her mom is the insulting problem. her dad at all yeah. times like yeah. she her she she's her mom is not uptight but she is uptight yes i think so she, she is uptight is and raj is uptight yeah so she's constantly checking her mom yes and telling her how she should be behaving it was super awkward but i'm glad at the end it goes perfectly fine yeah. it's really sweet I like and which also the- which also tells you that a lot of these things are in Monica's head. It's yeah. not really the parents. And the, and the other thing that has always struck me as odd is Monica makes out all of this tension between the parents as being so great. Yeah. But the parents don't seem to quite get why she thinks it's a horrible tension. Yes. They yes. always seem there's a disconnect about how the parents react to her stress yeah like when she's all stressed out about it her both her parents are like what are you stressed about it's fine it's fine even rishi's like bro it's like they're both perfectly nice people they'll get along why you why you so worked up about it nobody seems to understand why she's so worked up and that is something that is so it's completely incongruous with what she tries to portray so i I don't know if it's all in her head well, I wouldn't be surprised if when she was growing up, you know, mm-hmm. she says, I don't remember a lot of my parents being married to each other, mm-hmm. but 
the times where she probably does remember a memory of her parents is when they were starting to split up. Mm -hmm. So what it could be is that even though now Monica, 30-year-old adult, knows that there's actually no issue here, just the thought Mm -hmm. of her parents being together likely triggers some memory of growing up and her parents having tension or her parents fighting. Mm -hmm. So she just believes that it's impossible for her parents to be together unless they are fighting. Mm-hmm. And it's very much yeah. possible also, look, they see adults especially, they don't talk about their feelings. They don't mm-hmm. talk about what happened. They don't talk about the core of these issues. And it, and I, I mean, ultimately, if Monica goes to a little bit of therapy to deal with her parents divorcing 15 years ago, she'll mm-hmm. be perfectly fine. But I think a lot of her self-worth is really leaning on the fact that her parents are divorced. I think she questions a lot of her value in the community, in relationships, in Rishi's family because mm-hmm. her parents are divorced because she thinks that that is a reflection of her. Mm-hmm. Then we go to this fight between Brian and Monica. So they've, they're have out partying. Brian and Monica get into a drunken fight. And the most awkward part of it is that because Monica is long distance, she has to stay at his parents' house yeah. while they're fighting. Ugh. Yeah. So uncomfortable. It is so uncomfortable. This happens like even because we get married and sometimes we, like you are with yeah. your in-laws, right? Yeah. It, it makes it so, it is so uncomfortable when you fight and now you're fighting with his parents around and they have to ignore it and pretend it's not happening and just keep walking around and doing the job. <laughs> and Dharma, Dharma goes to the backyard to cook kitchen. <laughs> She's on the on the on the grill the st- grill stove that she has outside. She's like, I'm my kitchen outside. I wonder if Dharma cooks outside most of the time because it keeps the smells out. Because if yeah, you have a kitchen so. outside kitchen, you would, right? Yeah, that's very common also. Because yeah. we fry up way too many onions. Yeah. We tried to set up one of those for my mother in law in the garage and she was like, Fuck you guys. <laughs> We're like cooking the garage and she was like, Mechalatium. She's like, What the fuck do I look like? <laughs> No, it's grill. one thing to be cooking outside in an outside <clears throat> kitchen with the grill and all of that. It's another thing to in set Florida. it up in the garage. <laughs> yeah. In Florida. It's another thing to tell your mother-in-law to go out into the garage <laughs> in the middle of winter, in Jersey winter, and tell her to go <laughs> make your parati in there. <laughs> that would be cruel. <laughs> I'm glad she said fuck you. It's like, no. No. Um. Yeah, but Brian, okay, I have to say, as much as we fawn over how hot Brian is, Brian looks like shit post-drinking. He looked yeah. really bad. It looked like they'd both been crying. They both it looked-, looked like he had been crying. He, yeah. he had been, like, really upset he didn't sleep through the night. They yeah. looked miserable, and they go and sit and try. I thought they had a good talk. I thought that it wasn't hysterics or anything. He was trying to make a point, but also I don't think his point is necessarily the best. Yeah. Um, he's saying that you're a doctor, you can be a doctor anywhere, you can set up your practice here, you're just starting off your practice, you can start here. I am in IT sales, and I have all the customer relations that are built here, and I cannot go to Tampa and start over again, which is not necessarily true. You it's, can start over there, too. You just, yeah, need also, to start, you just have to build the relationships. What? You're going to lose maybe six months. Yeah, and but, what did your relationships do for you, Brian? You're out of a job right, right now. 
Right. And it doesn't matter what other job you go to. If you go work for a different company, you're going to have to start over again anyway. Yeah. And also, Brian, it's like COVID time. Everybody who's in IT is working from home. Yeah. So you could work from home anywhere, buddy. Anywhere. Yes. You're doing your sales. You could do your sales anywhere. She has to see patients and her father has a built-in practice. She gets a jump start. Why would you want her not to start there? If you're thinking of it as you're going to be a couple and build a life together, you have to give the best, you have to put the best foot forward as a couple. Mm -hmm. And that's what Tampa would provide for her. Miami doesn't give her the same thing. In Miami, she would be, she would have to start from scratch and she would have to build her entire practice. And what's wrong with that? It just felt like he could move. This would be the best time for him to move because he could look for a new job and this would make all the sense. For him to say, hey, look, I'm moving to Tampa because I am in love with her and I'm going to marry her. I'm moving to Tampa and that's why I started looking for a job in Tampa. It would make sense. You go look for a job afterwards. You can say, you know, you go look for a job in Tampa and people ask, why are you looking for a job? You can say, no, look, my girlfriend is here, so I want to move here and that's why I'm looking for a job. You don't have to tell anyone that you got fired. I think what we're seeing is actually that Monica is someone who comes into a relationship knowing exactly what she wants. Mm -hmm. And Brian is somebody who has not had time to think about that yet. Yeah. And what's happening is every time Monica says, these are the things that I know that I want, what Brian hears is, oh my God, there's so many of these things that I can't do or I don't have. And then he starts to be like, oh, well, uh, I have to live in Miami because of my clients. It's like- mm -hmm. It's like the one thing, and I think for guys, sometimes it's like, oh, well, you have all these things, and I just have the one thing that I'm asking for, and you're not giving it to me. Yeah. It almost seems like a defense mechanism. I think Brian feels insecure about the fact that he doesn't have this list of things. He doesn't know what he wants in a relationship. I think that he's afraid that when what Monica views that as is immature. I think he's afraid of how Monica views him in general, and I think that that's what he's really sort of lashing out on needless to yeah. say they're broken up yeah are they now yeah they're broken up oh. i checked on the instagrams and oh, they're definitely i didn't know up. that but see that the other thing is that he is he feels overwhelmed because he he's losing a sense of who he is or what he thinks he is and being in a relationship he feels he's lost he's yes. not who he is like yes. his true self he has to be somebody else to make keep her happy and that's yeah. not him. Exactly. And I think I think that Brian is a little ways away from understanding that, that it's in just your a timing thing. It's a timing yeah. thing. I mean, yeah. it's not that either one of them is bad. It's no. just that they are like Brian's dad says, right? Um, they are at very different times. They are at different periods in their lives. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I think that eventually Brian will get to a point where he goes into relationships knowing exactly what he wants. But at mm. the young age of 29, he doesn't seem mm -hmm. to be there. And yeah. I think it's just a clash of she knows what she wants and he doesn't. And at yeah. some point, he'll know what he wants. And when yeah. he knows what he wants, he'll probably have no difficulty getting that because he's hot. Yeah. So yeah, he'll be perfectly fine. And for a guy who is really good looking, who's had no problem picking up lots of women, mm -hmm. he probably didn't ever really have to think about what he wanted, mm -hmm. especially yeah. not in a serious relationship, but just like in a woman in general. It's like, oh, she's hot. All right, let's go. You know, he even he said he mm -hmm. talked about it, too, on the show. So 
I think it's just a matter of this is his first real relationship. He's trying to figure out what it is that he wants. He doesn't know yet. And he felt too much pressure being with someone who has her whole life planned out. Mm. He's not he's not comfortable with it. And that's okay. Yeah. Because yeah. like Dharma said, like, fuck the pressure. You're fine. Yeah. You're going to yeah. be fine. Yeah. Whenever you're and done she was, fighting. And she was also very nice and saying, like, do you think she's the person for me? And she's like, it's not my place to say that. I yeah. just hope that you're both happy. Yeah. Whenever you're done fighting, come outside yeah. and making kitschy. Yeah. <laughs> it was really awkward that she like put her arms around him, Monica. Yeah. And she was like, are we okay? And he was yeah. like, I said what had to be said. I was like, okay, that is not nice. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. you need to hug her. her this whole yeah. time, you know what really pissed me off is like Monica is clearly upset. Yeah. And Brian isn't really consoling her the way that yeah. I think she wants to be consoled, which is not something our men are great at. Yeah. Oh. No, Brian. Brian. He's so hot. He'll yeah, be fine. he is. So there's going to be an underwear launch. There's going to be a wedding and hopefully another re-engagement, maybe. Oh, my God. <laughs> Michelle and Richa. Something needs to be done with those two idiots. But Also, yeah. Michelle just can't stay out of the spotlight. Yeah. Like, you know that Vish- Vishal was Amrit's scrawny little friend. Yeah. Amrit always got all the attention. Yeah. Vishal yeah. finally got some abs, probably got a lot yeah. of attention. And now Amrit yeah. is getting attention for being, like, this perfect gay man. <laughs> And so Michelle was like, don't outdo me. I'm just going to re-engage myself. <laughs> and just like that, Michelle was like, I should probably just give her the ring when we're married. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, is probably the best idea Michelle so That's what we had. do. That's what yeah. we do. Exactly. In fact, we did it 10 years after. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Propose to her when you've been together for 10 years. 10 years, yeah. Well, that's it for this for sure. episode. We will be back tomorrow to talk about Real Housewives of New York and Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It's going to be interesting. That was, I have so much to say about that one. Choose your own adventure, baby. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk to you.